credit score. Here is a love note for your journey. Credit score. Okay, so we all, most of us probably know uh, what a credit score is. The earlier you are taught about this, <laughs> the better you are, because I have had some experience in this. And so um, our younger people get this early because it's very important. Um, uh, FICO credit score is calculated based on five factors, your payment history, amount owed, new credit, length of credit history, and credit mix. Uh, your record of, uh, on, of on-time payments and amount of credit you used are the two top factors. So I know there's a lot of stuff with credit. The one thing that kind of brought me to this, I believe, is because I was trying to think of something that keeps a record of, you know, the things that you do. And if you do use credit, um, it does. It keeps track of um, your payments, your spending, your late payments. Um, it keeps track any bankruptcies, um, certain things that I looked at, like uh, like school loans and things like that. I, I was trying to look up certain things that do fall off the credit if you haven't paid it and certain things that kind of follow you even if you you know it's it's with you um and it it kind of it stays there and so one of the things that I did find um as I was looking was with the school loans and I'm trying to pull this up um um student loans will remain on your credit report and in your life until they're paid in full or you qualify for a public service loan forgiveness, uh, income-based repayment forgiveness, or some other discharge or cancellation opportunity that wipes your remaining loan balance. But it's one of those things that, that stay with you. It's probably one of those bigger debts, Um but these are certain things that I know I've heard. I don't never had student loans, but I know of someone that did. And it was some program that every year they I guess they had to do this forgiveness thing. So you have to keep doing it every year. And I think this person don't have this school debt anymore. But I think you have to go through and every year, I believe um, they had to go and and do something to be forgiven of this debt, some program that they offered. But I just, I shared credit score because, again, it's something that keeps track and something that's very important. Uh, I know some people are really big on their credit, like checking it all the time, and they say you should, looking at it, and it's just one of those things that some people misused it, some people have been very good with it, um, and so it's something that, again, it just, it keeps, it keeps track of, uh, how you are doing your, uh, your, your finances. How are you doing your, your things that, that, that involves credit. And so, and again, some of those things stay with you. And so I kind of use that as in what I wanted to share, um, 
uh, keeping record how Christ's sacrifice was once for all and that he's no longer keeping record of our sin. And it came to me because I got up early this morning and and I don't know, it just came to me. I was thinking about on my mind some things that I want to improve or get better or even some things that I feel like I, I still haven't accomplished in some areas in my life, some things that I put this in place, but then it, it, it I, I don't finish it or accomplish it or whatever. And I know the Lord was speaking to my heart before, like, I never called you to be perfect. You can't, you can't be perfect. Like, um, I'm the perfection, not you. You can never, uh, no matter what people want, want to see out of you or what you want to see out of yourself, you can never be perfect. You can never do everything perfectly. And so that was kind of, and I just brought that up because that was kind of brought up in my heart. Uh, that was yesterday. Yeah, it was brought up in my heart yesterday. But that came up in my heart. And then, like I said, I was up early in the morning and I thought about no more seeing conscious. I got up late in the middle of the night and then that's, that came up. I was like, okay, I'm going to look at that scripture because my mind was thinking about some other things you know, that I need to improve in and knowing that God has already said I'm enough, but see these minds and these thoughts, they still will try to condemn you. They still will try to, uh, lead you in a direction that's not the right direction. So it's good to know the word It's good to listen to the Holy spirit. And when that's, when that came, I said, no more sin conscious. When I got up this morning, it led me to Hebrews 10. And I encourage you to read Hebrews 10. I've gotten what I've gotten out of that my heart, but I know the Lord is wanting to give more, give me more on this. So I'm going to continue to read this more. But I encourage you to read also Hebrews 10 so that you may get that revelation and that understanding. And so I'm going to start right here. Um, the law is only a shadow of good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. For this reason, it can never by the same sacrifice repeated endlessly year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. If it could, they would not have stopped. They would have stopped being offered. For the worshipers would have been cleansed once for all and would no longer have felt the guilty, felt guilty for their sins. And back then in the Old Testament, you know, the priest had to continue to um, offer a sacrifice, which was an animal for the sins of the people. And so even though that was offered, it never cleansed them. It never changed them. It was just really a shadow of what's to come and never changed their hearts. They still had to repeat it. They still had to, had to go through this. It was never a change. And so they still felt that guilt and it, that the animal's blood could not do that. And so um, then it reads, but those sacrifices are an annual reminder of sins. Again, it was an annual reminder of their sins. Um, Every time they went to go and offer forgiveness for their sins because they they weren't perfect, 
you know, and every time they went and offered forgiveness, it reminded them of that uh, because it's impossible for blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So we know that that couldn't do it. It just it it was accepted, but it wasn't what uh, it Christ. We knew they uh, Christ was going to come and be that perfect sacrifice. But again, and I wanted to read this up under uh, here. When people gather for the offering of sacrifices on the day of atonement, they were reminded of their sins and they undoubtedly felt guilty all over again. So every time they came, they felt guilty all over again. What they needed most was forgiveness, the permanent power, sin destroying forgiveness we have from Christ. When we confess our sin to him, we need to never think of it again. Christ has forgiven us and the sin no longer is it exists. Um, and then it, I also went to 1 John 1 and 9, uh, who, and I want to read that one too, that scripture right there. So once and for all, we have the forgiveness, and when we confess, we're forgiven. We are forgiven. He no longer remembers it. But how come we sometimes still remember it at times? And so I wanted to read First John 1 and 9, and it reads, But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us us. Our, us, our sins, and to cleanse us from all wickedness. So if we confess, like what they were doing, like we have been given the power to confess, to ask for forgiveness, to, hey, expose this, I've messed up in this, and then we're supposed to walk free and not guilty. We should not still walk around holding guilt and shame when we have asked for forgiveness. Even if you mess up again, you confess it. You should not still be holding on to it. And so um, it also says animal sacrifice could not take away sins. They provided only a temporary way to deal with sin until Jesus came to deal with sin permanently. He came and dealt with it permanently. Um, no more is there a sin consciousness that we are walking around conscious of our wrongs and our errors and the things that we're do. Yes. You need to confess. You need, when you know something, you need to confess it, but there we're not supposed to continue to keep letting that thing ring in our minds and our thoughts and going over it and over it. We have been set free. Christ took care of it all. Um, I like this part that I read God's new and living way for us to please him is not keeping laws or even by abstaining from abstaining from sin. It is by coming to him in faith to be forgiven and then following him in loving obedience so we come to him in faith. We accept his son. Once you have accepted his son, once you have accepted Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. And it's not about 
you abstaining and keep. It's about what you get in exchange. He took that away so that you can have this. He took our sins so that we can have a life. And so this just encouraged me. I just encourage you to read all of um, all of 10 um, Hebrews 10. Um, I also I'm going to read. I'm I'm gonna read 14 to I'm gonna read 10 and 14 because this this just encouraged my soul so much and like I said, please sit down more, um, and let the Lord give you more. But I'm gonna read 10 and 14 and it reads because by one sacrifice He has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Now listen to this because I like this too. This was good. Um. We have been made perfect, yet we are being made holy. Those through his death and resurrection, Christ won for all, made his believers perfect in God's sight. At the same time, he is making them holy, progressively cleansed and set apart for his special use. In in their daily uh uh pilgrimage here we should not be his we should not be surprised or ashamed or shocked that we still need to grow god is not finished with us we can encourage this growth process by deliberate deliberately applying scripture to all areas of our lives by accepting the discipline and guidance christ provides and by giving him control of our desires and goals and so this was encouraged. This encouraged my soul. And I think this is where the Lord was taking me. I wanted to share with you because I've talked to people um, and I've heard and I've dealt with it myself. Just areas that you kind of start feeling condemned. You feel shame. You feel guilt. And it's like, confess that. Get it out. Expose it. Ask the Lord to forgive you. He's not going to say no. He said yes to your forgiveness when you ask him. And that, again, what begins to exchange. We're already perfect. The perfect sacrifice has already been made. There's nothing that we can do perfectly or do better for God to love us more. It's already done. If you read your Bible 10 times a day and you go to church every or do certain things that are right and good, that don't mean he's going to love you more. He already loves you to the capacity of what can be, you can be loved. It's already done. He accepted his son and that's the perfect sacrifice so that we can be set free and we can have, we can be in right standing with him. We're in a right standing. We're in a, we're in a relationship with him because of what his son has done and what the enemy will try to do. He will try to keep you condemned keep you stuck in that. Don't, don't confess it. Just be shamed. Just keep waddling in it. Keep living in it. Keep walking in it. No. Hey, Lord, this, and help me with this. You already perfect. You, you, and again, he already, he, he already sees us perfect. And what we have to realize and what I think the Lord was showing me the other day is I'm not expecting you to be perfect because you can't be not in these bodies. You can't be perfect. Give me your heart. When I have your heart, I'll move through you. And so 
that just encouraged me and encouraged me to watch the thoughts that can linger. And again, not being afraid to deal with what I might have done wrong to get it out. And God remembers it no more. He throws it into the sea of forget, 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 getness. He forgets. <laughs> and so he no longer remember that. So that's liberating. That's freeing. It's more so I think what we do, we more so try to get all these works and get everything get us ourselves all right. And once I'm here and I'm like this, then I'm right with God. No, in the state that you are now, first of all, you've already been made perfect. And now there's a progressive that you're growing and you're going to, we're always going to have to be growing. It's a constant growing that we're doing. And so again, read, I said it so many times, Read Hebrews 10 and may you enjoy the journey as the Lord gives you more love notes for your journey.